This special Friday edition of Market Foolery is brought to you by Harry's. Get your free trial set, including a razor handle, five blade cartridge, and shave gel. Just go to harrys.com slash fool. It's Friday, August 25th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. I am back from California, back from the podcast movement conference, and I am alone in the studio. I just wanted to share a few thoughts. And if I sound like a third rate Mark Marin uh, in terms of uh, the manicness of this episode, it's uh, because I'm operating on several cups of coffee and, and not a ton of sleep. So, so bear with me. The good news, though, uh, when I went to the Dunkin' Donuts uh, before I came to the office this morning, the good news is that the pumpkin spice munchkins are back. So, if you're you're a fan of that type of thing, and I am, uh, it's a good day. It's also a nice reminder that for all the complaining about how Christmas gets promoted way too early, it's Halloween that's the worst when it comes to that. Just do the math on how far away we are from Halloween. I mean, it's late August. We're not even into the fall yet, and the, the pumpkin stuff is here. But you know what? In this particular case, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, I want to share a few thoughts about uh, my trip, but first, uh, I should probably start with uh, what is the headline news right now and will be for the next few days, and that is Hurricane Harvey, which is bearing down on the port of Houston. And as human beings, our hearts are with the people of Houston and that entire area because. This looks like one of those storms uh, that could do so much damage, and uh, that's where our hearts are as human beings. As investors, this is one of those times when you are reminded of the fact that Houston is the fourth largest city in America. It is the home to the largest refining and petrochemical complex, a place where billions of gallons of oil and chemicals are stored. And it is one of the busiest shipping lanes in the entire world. And part of the story over the next few days and weeks is going to be just that, the business impact of this storm. And that's something that we're going to obviously pay close attention to when you just think about how often we talk about supply chains. I mean, just put the energy industry aside for a moment and just think about all of the consumer goods businesses that are out there and how they all depend on making sure their supply chains are in good working order. We uh, Recently, we were joking about the solar eclipse and how there are absolutely going to be companies in the next round of quarterly earnings that are going to cite the solar eclipse as just an add-in, as excuse for why they didn't hit their numbers. We were joking about it. I think we're right about that. But this is this is one of those situations where there's no joking around and um, and we just sort of cross our fingers and, and hope for the best for for everyone involved a uh, couple of uh, smaller things I don't travel all that much uh, for work I was thinking about this uh, on the flight back that my college roommate is a guy who, if you've ever seen the the great movie up in the air with George Clooney and George Clooney, part of the plot line there is George Clooney is a guy who just constantly travels for work. He's constantly on the road. And my college roommate is kind of like that. He's a guy who's on the road probably a couple hundred days out of the year. And I just thought to myself, boy, I don't know how he does that. Because uh, he, he must have the, the 
superpower of being able to sleep anywhere, which is a super. We were talking recently, uh, Dan Boyd, our man behind the glass, uh, who's on vacation this week. So Austin Morgan from Industry Focus is pulling double duty. So thanks to Austin for that. But but Dan and I were talking recently about superpowers that you'd love to have that don't benefit anyone but you. You know, if you have super speed or super strength. You you probably have to put that to good use, but if you had and this was number one on Dan's list, and so now it's you know it's it's certainly top two or three for me. If you had the ability to just sort of flip a switch and and fall asleep whenever you needed to, well then cross country flights are no problem. Um, but anyway, a couple of tips if you're going through either Chicago O'Hare Airport or Dallas Fort Worth, two enormous airports. But if you're willing to, t- if you have the time, and you're so inclined, there's some really good food to be had there. In the case of O'Hare, I had a couple hours layover and and tracked down Berghoff Cafe, which is legitimately good food. It's not just good food for an airport; it's legitimately good food. And Dallas Fort Worth, I I was there last night and had. It was just sort of an odd scene because there's this place called Dickie's Barbecue Pit. And it's right in between a McDonald's and I think a, a Pizza Hut, and there were lines at both the McDonald's and the Pizza Hut, and there was virtually no line at the at the barbecue place. And again, good barbecue, legitimately good barbecue, not just good for an airport. So, you know what? Just when you travel, try and break away from the chains if you can. I'm not knocking the chains. Uh, and certainly, if you're a McDonald's shareholder, you've done well recently with Steve Easterbrook at the helm. But uh, but you know, seek out the unusual now and then. So I go to this podcast movement conference, and I was speaking at, uh, in one of the breakout sessions, and had the chance to meet some new people, and also meet up with uh, the company that we work with on our advertising, and um, and all of that was great. And I, I'm I'm grateful about that for a number of reasons, not the least of which is. Anaheim is a long. That's a long trip from Alexandria, Virginia, to go to Anaheim, California. So, to do that kind of turnaround in just three days, it would be a lot worse if if the results of the trip weren't great, and they were. By the way, Anaheim kind of an odd place. I'd never been there before, and all I could think was, if you've ever been to a Tanger outlet, Anaheim seems like a Tanger outlet mall that took growth hormones. And now it's a city, and it's just sort of laid out in this grid. And it, I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with it, but it was just very odd. It, it felt a little bit like I was on the set of the Truman Show or or something like that. Um, but from a business standpoint, one of the things I was struck by at this conference was something that we talk about from time to time with different industries and sort of different trends and. Um, the way they can start slowly, and the reaction from the people who are within that trend and the industry that they are disrupting. And in the case of the the small yet growing world of podcasts, uh, podcasts are the trend, and the entrenched industry is the radio industry. And I had the chance to sit in on a, ses- a session that was essentially a room full of uh, people with traditional radio backgrounds. And I mean, it was about three out of four because they did a survey, just show of hands in the room, and it was basically seventy-five percent of people in the room were radio people. And without going deep into the weeds, I'll just say that 
the my takeaway as someone who loves radio, grew up with radio, and Motley Fool Money is on about forty radio stations. So we're you know we we are platform agnostic here at uh, Motley Fool Podcast. We want to be wherever people can get us. And so the fact that we have a show that's on forty radio stations, we love that. We'd love to be on forty more. But listening to some of the veteran radio broadcasters and the way that they talk about podcasting reminded me, because this is how old I am, reminded me of some of the very early discussions in the late 1990s about online shopping and bricks and mortar retail. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that any one entity in the world of podcasting is Amazon.com of 1997. I'm just talking about the general tone. Uh, there were there were just a couple of times where I was just I found myself just sort of shaking my head and thinking, boy, there there's a bunch of people in this room who don't seem to understand that there is a large and growing number of people in the world who really love to be able to choose to listen to whatever they want to listen to. And I know I've said from time to time, hey, if you could share one episode of one Motley Fool podcast with a friend of yours who you think, maybe maybe you've got a friend who's not great with money, and you look at the Motley Fool Answers Feed and you just you find an episode and you think oh gosh this is going to be perfect for my friend and you send it to them you know I'm not saying that today um, here's what I'm saying because this was another thing that struck me even though I already knew it but it's it's one thing to know something and it's another thing to just see the evidence with your own eyes and that's just how many different topics are covered by podcasts I, I was uh, over at this one booth in the exhibit hall. And different podcasters had left business cards just sort of promoting their shows. And all I could think to myself was, wow, if I was a fan of the Green Bay Packers, or I was a fan of Star Trek, or I was someone who was really into wine, just to pick three out of the many different options that were out there, I've got a podcast just just for me. So that's what I'm saying today as we begin to wrap up the summer and before we get into the grind of the fall. Thank you, as always, for listening to this podcast. But if you've got... Here's the thing. If you're listening to a podcast, you're still in the minority. Most like The majority of people don't listen to podcasts, which I think definitionally makes you a podcast nerd. And as I've said before, we love nerds. We love investing nerds because we are investing nerds. And uh, nerd, I think, is one of those words that the definition of nerd has changed over time. It's it, when I was a kid, it was a pejorative, and now I think nerd simply means enthusiast, uh, a word that clearly I'm having trouble pronouncing. Let me just get one more sip of coffee, please. Hold. I tried to do that off mic. I hope I hope that worked. Um, so, as a podcast nerd. Uh, try and find more nerds. Try and make more nerds out of your family and friends and say, hey, you're interested in this topic. I found this podcast for you. Give a listen. See if it makes your commute a little easier. See if it's something you enjoy listening when you're walking the dog uh, or just doing some stuff around the house. And uh, I promise they will thank you for it. Got to say thanks to Harry's 
Speaking of thanks, thanks to Harry's for supporting today's market foolery. That's the one person that I wanted to meet at the podcast movement conference that I never could I couldn't find this person. There was a representative from Harry's who was speaking at one of the breakouts and I I just got caught up in some of the work back here at Full HQ and so I was I was troubleshooting some stuff so I didn't get a chance to meet her because I just wanted to thank her for sponsoring our podcast but also just to thank her for the products because I love Harry's products. I've been a customer for years and Harry's is so confident that you're going to love their blades. They're giving you their trial set for free. You just cover the three dollars in shipping. So, as I say every time, guys, just stop messing around with your face. You got one face. Treat it right. Get started shaving with a free trial set that includes a razor handle, five blade cartridge, and shave gel. That's a thirteen dollar value for free. Just cover the shipping. Go to Harry's.com/fool. That's Harry's.com/fool. Uh, thank you to Drew and Dan and, and everyone else who was nice enough at Podcast Movement to come up to me and say hello. Uh, it was really great, and it's uh, it's it's always great when someone walks up and introduces themselves and says, "I'm one of the dozens," because that's really the to the extent that Motley Fool podcasts have a secret handshake. I think that's it. It's just walking up and saying, "Hi, I'm so and so. I'm one of the dozens of listeners." Um, so, thank you to those folks. And um, also, I had the chance to meet Andy Storch, who is a longtime podcast listener, full podcast listener, and got the chance to sit down with Andy and, and have a drink with him and was just so impressed by Andy. I, I think it's possible he's one of those people who never sleeps because he is married, he has kids, he has a full time job. And somehow, in whatever spare time he has, he decided recently to start a podcast. And uh, it's definitely worth checking out. It's called The Entrepreneur Hot Seat. The Entrepreneur Hot Seat. And Andy just, uh, that's the topic that he's passionate about, in the same way that uh, I overheard that guy as he was putting his cards down on the table um, about. Uh, his Green Bay Packers podcast because that's what he loves. Andy is really passionate about talking to entrepreneurs, finding out what works for them, what doesn't works, what struggles they've encountered, what their successes have been like, and and really just their journey. And uh, so I was very impressed by Andy. So check it out if you get a chance. Entrepreneur hot seat. Just to wrap up. Uh, as we say all the time, investing is about the future. So let me, you know what? Let's end on a, a forward-looking note as we cross our fingers with Hurricane Harvey bearing down on the port of Houston. In terms of the podcast world and looking to the future, I, um, I just want to say that uh, we've been busy this summer. We've been working on a couple of fun things here at the Full Podcast Command Center, and in the coming months. Once we get everything wrapped up, we're going to be sharing those with you. We're really excited about it. Uh, in the meantime, more immediately, there is a bonus episode of Industry Focus that's coming out Labor Day weekend, so you definitely want to check that out. And that's it. I don't know that we've ever done a Friday episode of Market Foolery before, so uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this one worked. And uh, and if not. Uh, well, I apologize, and, and we promise not to do it again. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, although we didn't really talk about stocks. Although, here is one. Here is one, because I was thinking about this when I was thinking about the podcast industry and how, when we think about um, different industries uh, that are sort of nascent, 
Um, there are businesses, usually the big tech companies, that have a foot in in the door, or they they've planted a flag in that industry. And then you've got the pure plays. And I was thinking to myself as I was heading to the podcast movement conference, I don't think there are any pure play podcast companies that are publicly traded. And as it turns out, there is one. And I'm a little ashamed to say that I didn't know this because it's the company that we've worked with since 2009. It's a company called Libsyn, a small company. Uh, L, I think the ticker is LSYN, Libsyn, L I B S Y N. And I'm pretty sure the ticker is LSYN. Uh, but they've been our audio vendor, they've been the company that makes all the tech work. We've worked with them since 2009, and I got a chance to, to, to chat briefly um, uh, with Rob Walsh, who's the guy who runs Libsyn. And I've talked to Rob over the years. I'd never met him in person, so it was, it was great to catch up with him. Um, anyway, so there we go. That's one stock we talked about. Uh, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show's mixed by hard-working Austin Morgan. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday.